Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. We may not be in your head, but we're hopefully in your ears and your eardrums and your earbuds and all of that. You're listening to My Talk 1071. I'm Miss Shannon here with Matt Belanger. And um, I want to say I was remiss in saying bye and Happy oh, New yeah. Year to Don McClain. Oh, she's still here. She probably can't hear you. But okay, so bye, Don. Thank you so much. Bye and happy New thank Year. you. Thank she was, you. She was laughing about, she's like, why didn't I just take today off, too? Because <laughs> she, she's, you know. She's then, like, I could have taken the I could have been off all the way till Tuesday. <laughs> she's true. I'm but, glad she came back. Yeah, yeah well, you. Was nice for me to sleep in past 4.45 today. Fair enough. Nice. And we enjoyed seeing her and getting to ch- catch up with her. So that was all nice. And we also have been very uh, uh, blessed to be hanging out with you, uh, DJ Rock Lobster. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so nice to see you. Uh, we have gotten a lot of things done, Matt, just so you know. Matt and I have bonded. Uh, Rocco and I have had a chance to do some very effective Pokemon Go trades. This has been a nice. good week for us. And you got a hot date coming up. I do have this date. So Woo-hoo. hopefully it works out. So I like that. I'm, I'm glad that we are putting some like positive affirmation and Absolutely. energy into this whole thing. Did Matt and I have anything to do with the date um you it, it, it so far because it didn't materialize until last night so okay. matt at least said that this was an appropriate lunch date yeah, outfit good. that i have on today. Today. oh it's today so. yes yeah, it's, it's yes. right after the oh, show right. she's gonna say peace out and then go get lunch so i do think that nice at least guy. so obviously hanging out with the two of you i this think we week, put you in a good mood, in a good mood. So, so you, I was, you yes. were all like attracting that positivity exactly. and he felt the need to ask you to lunch and so when he when i'm like yeah we can go hang out because i because <laughs> you know how this week goes because you could very easily in the upside cold, down in the thank upside you very down, much we could have very easily said you know what is cold is dark is gloomy it's frigid i don't want to go anyplace and have a terrible attitude but no i have been felt i have been filled with joy and laughter thanks to the two of you so i'm like yeah let's go hang out I'll go out there. I'll look. I'm going to go be flirty and fun <laughs> and eat a burger. <laughs> well, you know, when it's going to be 18 below, you need to cut a buddy. There we go. You know, just saying thing. practical or, reasons. You know what? My practicality, because I try not to use it that way. I just bought a good space heater. And uh, <laughs> a good space heater. <laughs> Who needs a man? I got my Snuggie and okay. my Duraflame. This is the, you both are successfully relationship for quite a long time. <laughs> I have been uh, uh, a successfully <laughs> unrelationship for a while. Like, I'm not even like moving about it i'm like yeah. successfully unrelationship to the point that i'm going you know what it actually raised my bar because having Good. somebody come over like i'm so accustomed to being able to sleep how i want where i want what i want to do all those things and and you know yourself better than anybody else could ever know you so anybody that i meet now has to be better than me sleeping peacefully alone <laughs> by myself yeah and so <laughs> so I just changed the whole methodology. Listen, the bar should be high. Mm-hmm. You you deserve the best. Thank you know what you. I mean? You got Thank you. you. Gotta... It, has, it just has to make sense. But Believe. I am very enthusiastic about this particular thing. This will be fine. Um, and we'll see. If not, I'll be texting you both this afternoon going, I'm home already. You know, kind of thing. <laughs> 
And that's okay because then we'll cheer you up. Yeah. So I'm ideal. So you guys, you know, we're meeting at like one. So if you get Mm. a text at 2.15, you know I bounced. Um, So that's what we're (laughs) going to do. Let's hope not. (laughs) But let's bounce to some music news. I got a couple stories I think you guys will like. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is The Beat. All right, so here we go. All right, so um, I know that Rocco is a collector of like vintage type things, yes. usually in the 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 velvet painting style and all that stuff. <laughs> what? So, oh, you didn't know that, Matt? I don't know what that is. Yeah, <laughs> oh, remember Rocco. you? Pro- yeah, you weren't around like in the seventies and eighties when there was. Velvet Elvises and Velvet Wait, Naked Ladies. Wait, playing poker. Yeah. <laughs> but like, so literally the surface of the painting was like fuzzy? Yeah. I think we had something. Now I'm like way back. When mm-hmm. I was a baby, I kind of remember something like that around the house. As, okay, I'm the caught time up. Frame okay. that it so that's been. Rocco's whole house is just velvet everywhere. <laughs> um, just in my basement. Okay. I have, I have a Man handful cave. of velvet paintings on cool. the wall. Cool. Yeah. Right. So are you also a collector of the vinyl, the records, or the CDs, Rocco? Um, to be honest, I do have uh, some vinyl. Mm-hmm. But... I'm not. And you're right. I should be Mr. Vinyl. I this. I felt that if anybody in this conversation was going to be that person, it would be you. But because you're kind of yeah. like hipster, cool right. Gen Xer dude. But here's I'm. I mean, I find Spotify to be so easy. Yeah. Like, yep. Hey, yep. on my phone, I have access to every song that was ever created. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. But I yep. do. I've bought most of my favorite records of all time, and just because it's nice to just play them long play style, like. Hey, I'm going to listen to Side A of you ah. know, Born in the USA today. I remember how important albums were to me when I was a little kid, like the, you know, and and I and I look back now as an adult and like and know how tragically I treated all of my mother's things. That's like I like I look back and go, "Wow." And I didn't know, but I mean, I scratched up all her stuff oh, and there's some sure. things that if I had now I'm like, "That was a super great album and I just ruined it and she still loves me." So, well done. Yeah. Um uh but now uh we have had this resurgence. I don't have any albums. I don't have any vinyl. I do have a number of um cassette tapes though still. And oh. I had been collecting. So I do. That's funny cuz I do have a crate of cassettes, and I do have uh, a, a couple of boxes full of CDs that I had collected. So, if you were in one of those piles, feeling mm-hmm. nostalgic about one of those, you would be in the smallest pile. If you are still being nostalgic towards CDs, they are not selling more wow. of those. Uh, but in comparison, they are selling a lot more of records and cassette tapes. It looks like the last 12 months saw vinyl sales up 8% over 2020. And it looks like that that was partially due to a couple of blockbuster albums out there that also came out as records. And that includes Adele, Ed Sheeran, and most of uh, the biggest one, ABBA. And so huh. ABBA really released this album after what? I think it was a 40-year like break. And so they oh, they sold 29,000 copies in the first week alone. And so that became the century's fastest-selling vinyl album, according did, to the track. Did like you it. listen to it? Mm-mm. The, do you listen to the ABBA? 
I, I, I no, oh. not this new one. I, I haven't. I'm just saying I love the whole vinyl throwback gotcha. trend thing here. Rocco, can you search for that real quick and the just album? find the, yeah? Because yeah, sure. we should be pretty safe on that. It's I, not like something oh, yeah. where they should oh, be throwing yeah, no, in a bunch of swear words where we get. That would make my heart sad if we were like, if all of a sudden they pulled, mm. if Alba pulled Ariana Grande where the song was fine, no, and, no, and then there was just an Effenheimer you know, and be like, come on now, Abba. Um, what it's t- funny. I didn't really care. For, I really was excited for this record. And, and I you didn't like it? it? Kind of not. It all was right. a little weirder than I thought. But um, ah, All right. Liquid. I'm curious. While you're, while you're, uh, oh, did you find it already? Yeah. yeah here's mm-hmm. uh, oh, here this is Don't Shut Me Down. Mm-hmm. Is it something? Does it just feel like the song's dragging a little bit? Like it's little playing bit, a little? Yeah. Like something about it, like in my chest, it feels like the album's going slow. There's a, there's like, some I, dirt on the needle of the record. Exactly. It's like it's all messed up. You got to like, clean that off. Right. Well, I think that's part of it. I feel like I wanted the album to be more fun, and it's not that yeah. fun. No. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do wanted it. I did want it to be more like Mama Mia. You feel it doesn't. It didn't bounce. So the funny thing is, I get why records are kind of cool. I don't get this comeback of cassettes. Cassettes are just so <laughs> that's inconvenient. What, that's like eight track. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> eight track. I never did eight track. No, but I, but I remember cassettes. discovering that as a kid around the house. I was like, what is this? I think <laughs> I probably brick. tried to put it in my mouth. <laughs> my, I was a little kid. Like, what does this like, happen? Here's a brick. <laughs> my brother brought, bought me some cassettes for Christmas, like sort of as a joke. Um, and I was down at my dad's, and he did have a working cassette player. I do right now in my in my basement. Really? It's prominently displayed. It wouldn't even be hard for me to find it. I wouldn't have to. Is out where I could use it. Let's go. It immediately once I walked into my basement. We uh, we put in one of the cassettes was Kenny G's Christmas album. It was sort of <laughs> ironic Christmas present. Yeah. We put it in. It came on for like eight seconds. It stopped. The tape got eaten, and it was oh, done no. forever. I hope we didn't spend too much on. I but see, I haven't. I'm gonna have to pop something in and see how I feel about it and and, and the sound quality because I am also like the two of you into the convenience. So it's mm-hmm. all a matter of it pops up on my phone and I'm Amazon music person and it, like you said it's everything in the world is there um, but I do like my cassettes and I like looking at them every once in a while and I do remember fondly like the fact that you had to be like your own little like mini engineer and occasionally roll it back in with a pencil and like mm-hmm. I remember that the tangibility of the music was cool and like you're like oh look this one having the the the, the cases with the where you pull out and you have all the lyrics in the cassette case yep. i loved that like you're like oh oh this one's blue oh like that you know why, why did they make this one like i remember getting one and it was talking heads and it was a different color than the regular beige and i was just so excited cool. you remember and so that i like you remember when you i have two questions i have two thoughts one remember when you would like when the tape would start to get up to speed and it would be like, you know, that's always charming. But that leads me to my second question here of like, you know, people listen to vinyl because they believe the sound quality is, it offers something that you can't get on Spotify. Fair enough. My question is, do cassette tapes have some kind of a audio quality that's like magical about it? So that's why they're, that's why the vinyl is like the go-to, like, yes, it's more work. I got to set it up. I got to put the thing, but there's a payoff. Right. I don't think there's a payoff for all the work of, Trying to do the cassette no, tape thing. Just other than sitting there and going, or a you know CD what? For that matter. Yeah, you know, it's just more of a hey, I have this thing and it's neat. You yeah. know, or maybe thing. you're listening to the the little what did people didn't people make tapes for each other? Yes, when you they got were your own, I do whatever? have some of my own mix little mixtapes. Tape? Little mixtapes. I Cute. mean, back you know, and it's funny that I ended up being a DJ because I was a little kid going, 
Stop talking. I'm trying to record this song <laughs> off the radio. <laughs> so now I can annoy everybody else. So hopefully that is not what's going on right now. Hopefully you're not hearing me and Matt Belanger and producer Rocco over there uh, going, oh, their voices are the worst. God, because this is what you get. Well, <laughs> when we get back, let's uh, do a little bit about, I know you just, uh, you caught up on a, uh, it's a good show. A, a caught up on a show. We're going to talk about that with and Maddie it's B. A, in the spirit of New Year's, you mm-hmm. know, it's right up this alley. Maybe you can watch it this weekend. Yeah. Folks. And plus I have an update on Kanye West and his most recent home buying purchase here on the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to My Talk 1071. Also streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I'm Miss Shannon here with Matt Belanger and what DJ up? Rock Lobster. <laughs> okay, Matt, what is it that you watched? It looks fascinating. Okay, so you may remember from Netflix last New Year's time. They did a a, a a movie little thing called uh, Death to 2020. Yes. Because 2020 was such a yes. bad, naughty, the... naughty year. Mm-hmm. Well, it happened again, didn't it? So <laughs> they're like, hey, let's keep it rolling. So yeah. they did another, um, it's kind of like a mockumentary, but it actually is based in fact. And yes. It really accounts what happened through the year. But hey, it's called Death to 2021. It's mm-hmm. on Netflix. And so... Uh, it's real footage yes. uh, it, um, of um, real moments of what everything, all the crazy madness that happened this year. But what's great about it is they have some uh, actors and actresses who they put in pretending to be like, uh, say, an academic expert. Yes. You know, you know, when you watch a documentary, there's always the professor who's like, oh, right. kind of analyzing what happened. And then. Uh, there's a, there's this everyday American person who's like this lady who's like on her couch, but right. the stuff that they say is hilarious <laughs> and outrageous, and it, it really gets you rolling. So while there's a little bit of a like PTSD element to watching this thing because it does recount all of the craziness of right. 2021, they the medicine from watching this is the humor that is injected through these funny moments. Which you know? I always love that concept of being able to go, this is how we get through things, yep. is being able to get to the side of it where you can go, no, we can also laugh about this thing. Because some of the things that we've had over the last couple of years, if you stack them all together, you're like, wait, what? And it's they still might be very if you look at them in individual pieces oh that's sad or that made me angry or that Mm -hmm. made me this but being able to go but here's the funny side of it yeah i think that it helps you go all right i can move on and be optimistic about what's coming up next that's what you have to do and listen Mm humor is a great way to get through a lot of stuff in life as a comedian i think you'd understand and i think it's also a good way to lead into a variety of emotions like you can be sad and then end up you know having that that happy sad moment and then still coming out laughing after mm-hmm. you got tears or i think that you can use humor as a way to start a lot of conversations and and, and this is fantastic so it's hugh grant for mm-hmm. example is playing the professor ish <laughs> you know character yes. in this mockumentary here and uh, he had some really great stuff so i, I think he's one she was one of the returning cast members how long is this one Mary? it's only an hour so okay. it's like a low commitment you know one hour clean cool in out done laugh move on uh, goodbye, 2021. Don't call us. We'll call you kind right. of a thing, you know? So uh, we'll anyway, start over. it could be a nice little thing to, as it's, you know, negative 3000 degrees or whatever coming up. Hunker this down. is a good sit in and watch and a nice clean hour. Mm-hmm. I, I really, I really enjoyed it. I laughed a lot. Right. And if you really think back, a, a really wise person once told me in my life, find the humor, even in the worst of situations. And, I agree. And this, this hour long show does that for this crazy year we had but if you really look back there was some really funny stuff that happened in hindsight absolutely i mean let's talk about the bezos rocket (laughs) or not look bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the 
must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. But no, I, I mean, I, that's in there. I mean, it like, is. You it knew is, what it looked like, right? It is inexplicable. Right. So, like, <laughs> and they, they, let's say they, um, they go full frontal on addressing <laughs> that. And that's just uh, one moment in time that is rolled into okay. <laughs> this show. It's a good show. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that. Hey, you know, we were talking about the fact that Kanye West bought the house directly across from his ex, Kim Kardashian. And he and we're all like, why did he buy this house? That just seems weird. And so it turns out. So he spent four point five million dollars on this home. And one of the things that we were talking about about is such a as you would say, even though it's a four, it's a nice home. But for a Kanye West, it's a very in air quotes, modest home, (laughs) very modest home. And we looked at it and I was like, okay, if I bought it, be like, oh, my gosh, that's the most amazing home. But Mm -hmm. for Kanye, who's also not only an incredibly creative man, but also in architecture and all these things, we're like, this does not seem like it screams Kanye. Well, it turns out he bought it. He's going to knock it down. So it's he a tear got, down. Yeah, exactly. It is a $4.5 million teardown. He's going to knock it down and he's going to build something else. He's like, I just bought it so I could be close to Kim and the kids, which is fascinating. Wow. And like, we may know that person in our life that does it. I just think it's so fun that it's on the, on the Kardashian level of it's a teardown. <laughs> it's amazing to me. Is it? Mm-hmm. Is that where he's going to live? Primary? Like, I don't think so. No, this I think is it's just like a visit, so he can pop be in. Close, you know, close to his family, but uh, not too close. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got it. I got yeah, it. Yeah. So I mean, that to me also makes it a little less. Although, it's, oh, is this it? Right. Even though it's oh. right. And this so, is four and a half million dollars. This can't be it. Which one are you looking? I'm at? looking at this cute little house. It's got cute little puffy curtains above the kitchen. Maybe it 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 does look cute and it has a pool in the backyard, but it's also a ton of acreage where they are. Is and this so, it? Yes, that that's is that, the house. That ranch. That's this the house. little yellow and ranch. What, and that's what everybody was saying was this house is you know, okay. If, hold if, up. If you and I hold lived up. in, she'd be like, "Well, that's super amazing." But for Kanye, we're like, he just bought. It seemed so bizarre that yeah. he was willing to move into this well, very nice. this very modest. As you said, nice mansion yes. just to be because then it seems stalkery that he was just going to like the fact that he was willing to like put himself in this thing that did not seem to fit his personality. Mm-hmm. And now we're like, oh, no, no. He just bought that for the land. Not, yeah, that's what the, this is all about. The land. This yeah. is a, this, this thing needs a flip. If, well, it's <laughs> it gone now. But this bathroom. Oh, look at this tile. <laughs> Oh, man. And this kitchen and the little skinny. i never seen a skinny dishwasher like that. How you even make a dishwasher that skinny? Matt is living this big There's a cute little there. old lady you once lived in here. She, I can see her baking cookies. Go well, ahead, she's, she's, the house is gone now. All right.
right, we Bye. are going to go into the College of Pop Culture <laughs> Knowledge when we get back. If you want to play along, maybe win yourself a prize, call us right now, 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on My Talk 1071. Uh, the Don and Steve Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Miss Shannon here with Matt Belanger. Hello, everybody. DJ Rock Lobster over there. Clum, clum, clum. All right, so we are actually, I did it right today. We're going to, it took four days. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> The phone Listen. lines lit up. Did they really? <laughs> oh, and everybody wants to play. If Miss Shannon puts out the phone number, they actually call. Well done. All right, so we've been doing well. This was uh, fun. Not, you've been doing well. I'll stop. You did. I'm. Yeah. What have the has, has Miss Shannon won every time? Uh, probably. <laughs> no. No. Did I, I, I won, you won once? Because she. Oh, yes. Yeah, so yeah. The Denzel Washington it. day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well anyway. done. So let's do po- college pop culture. Yes. Here goes. Time to go to college. It's time to attend the college. Of pop culture knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. I do want to see how smart you are. We got Gretchen on the phone. Gretchen. She wants to decide which one of you is smarter at um, movies that uh, take place on New Year's Eve. Or, you oh. Know, have oh, a, I love this. Have okay. a pivotal scene, let's say, on New Year's Eve. Oh, all right. <sighs> hmm. All right. So I'm Gretchen's like... there. Hi, Gretchen. Hello. Hi, say hi to uh, hello, hello. Matt Belanger and Miss Shannon Paul. Am I allowed to use last names? Here? Absolutely, okay. absolutely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, no, don't use my last okay. name. No one knows it. <laughs> right. Well, Gretchen, good morning. Hi, thanks for being here. Yes, definitely, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too. Thanks for filling in and making it fun. Oh, oh thank we you. It. We are having a wonderful time. Yeah. So, Gretchen, you get to pick. So who would you like to uh, go ahead and attach yourself to for today's edition of College that of Pop Culture? That sounds so medical. You, oh, you go, me. girl. Okay. All right. So I'm going to try and do Gretchen oh. proud. I will do what I can. Um, I, I'll, I'll do my best, Gretchen. I'll do my best. I appreciate your okay. support. And uh, remember the I'm, way that this works. If you, if you, if I mess up, then you do get a chance. You do get a chance to try and help us out. Right. So we're gonna wait. Maddie B is leaving he's the room. Gone? Okay. No, almost, almost. Okay. Give him another, and he's gone. Okay, there he goes. Gone. All, All right, right, here we go, Gretchen. All right, I'm gonna Rock try with the timer. I wrote these a little wordy. If it turns out the timer is distracting, <laughs> I'll just kill it. Okay. All right, I picked three movies that have kind of big scenes on New Year's Eve. Okay. We'll start with this one from 1989. Billy Crystal tells Meg Ryan. I came here tonight because when you realize you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody, you want the rest of your life to start as soon as possible. Uh, When Harry Met Sally? Another Meg Ryan movie, this one from 93, with Tom Hanks in the Pacific Northwest. Um, Pass. 1974, at a New Year's party, Michael kisses Fredo and tells him he knows of his betrayal. Uh, The Godfather. Um, uh, uh, Let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, What one was that one? Tom Hanks. Um. <laughs> oh. Um. Sorry, right, we can get Gretchen on the phone. Yeah, because I. I uh, was that you got mail? Could be. I'm guessing you got mail, Gretchen. Do you? Do, what do you think? Are you feeling confident in my answers? Do you have a better option? Well, I think the middle one is Joe versus the volcano. Is it? Huh. With with Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks. All right, Gretchen. I was I was thinking. You got mail. No, I rem- I. Uh, I'm gonna go. With I'm you. gonna give you guys a little hint. You g- about it. No, you're not wrong. That uh, those every movie you've said is a Tom Hanks Meg Ryan <laughs> movie. 
<laughs> okay, so that's, that's why. All right, so, okay, Gretchen, I'm going to go with you on that one. So we are going to change our second answer to Joe versus the Volcano, Brocco. Uh, Gretchen, are you cool with the other two that I had, or you think of anything else? I, I, I think you're on it. Yep. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah, so we're you gonna guys talk for a second, I'll grab Matt. Gretchen, I just want to let you know that Gretchen is one of my favorite names. I have another good friend who's named Gretchen, and I have had always great experiences with her. So your parents did well in naming you that. Okay, I'm back. Sorry, Bradley Trainer and I were talking about cruising. Oh, Cruising vacations. I was like cruising. cruise people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love the ocean. Yeah. And I love unlimited food. Anyway, But you can do that at places that you don't have to be on a ship. That's my issue with it. Gretchen wants to win, so let's just get to it. Let's just just start my public embarrassment now. Come on. Come on, you can do this one. You can do it, Matt. Okay, Matt, these are all movies that take place. You know, have a pivotal scene on New Year's Eve, perhaps. Oh, Um, (laughs) Starting with this one, it's from 1989. Billy Crystal tells Meg Ryan, Oh, I came here tonight because when you realize you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody, you want the rest of your life to start as soon as possible. Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan was in You've Got Mail, but that's not, that's, a, <laughs> sorry, I'm playing with the bell. <laughs> that's my, be- I just, my nervous tick. Skip, next. Uh, okay, another Meg Ryan movie. This Yo, one from stop! 1993 <laughs> with Tom Hanks in the Pacific Northwest. I think that's You've Got Mail. And at a New Year's party, Michael kisses Fredo and tells him he knows of his betrayal. Who? Who are these people? <laughs> Michael. Let's just give the t-shirt to... No, Gretchen. no, no. Hold on a minute. Okay. I mean, did you get all three? Michael, this is from 1974. One more time on this last one. There's this a is New nuts. Year's party. There's a dance floor. Michael okay. kisses Fredo. It's his brother. Don't get too yes. excited. Okay. Right. And tells him he knows of his betrayal. Right. And what year was it? 1974. What the heck? <laughs> but I it's a big a, I wasn't even a twinkle in the, in the 70s. Well, I was... I was one. Mm. <laughs> I was one when that movie mm. came out. I know that the second, I think the second one's You've Got Mail. Other Meg Ryan movies, but wasn't Sleepless in Seattle, like, was she in that? I don't know. Mm. I don't know, but that was Tingling. an answer. That was a, that was an answer to, I'm just going to say that because I need to contribute something. <laughs> but like, that was an answer to a quiz question earlier this week, so it can't be it again, but I'm going to say the first one. I'm just going to say Sleepless in Seattle, You've Got Mail, and who knows about the 70s? I don't know. <laughs> Don't give okay, up on so a whole wait, decade, Matt. Uh, which one? <laughs> the Billy Crystal Meg Ryan you're saying is? I'm good. I said sleeps in Seattle. I'm and really you're saying the Meg Ryan Tom Hanks is it's, You've, got, you've mail. got Mail. Okay, Okay. let's give the t-shirt to Gretchen. There's a lot of confusion here. <laughs> Boy, it's funny. I'll bring Gretchen What did back. I do wrong? So the first one, the Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan. I, I should have no had idea. the quote here because that's a really nice moment. It is. A, yeah. These are probably beautiful uh, That was moments. When Harry Met Sally. Mm-hmm. Oh, cute. Yes, which I knew that one. Now the second one, I opened a can of worms here because I think Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks were like in three or four movies together and we've named all of them right. today. <laughs> so. but the, oh. the big hint here was the pacific northwest so oh, that's it was the wrong sleepless side it's sleepless in seattle, seattle. Oh, mm-hmm. well you can't well recycle answers <laughs> did. earlier in the I week we didn't talk about that. sleepless in seattle yes we did we did not it was something about did being, you dream being about on top it? of the empire state building it no. was whatever never mind whatever You're we'll argue about it in a commercial break. i want to know what melatonin dreams you have that, that <laughs> i do amazing, enjoy Matt. myself some melatonin yes that was fantastic and anyway. the third one miss shannon almost got it right it almost. was in fact the godfather part two. Oh, boom but because oh, this. because like, matt whatever. got zero <laughs> <laughs> Gretchen wins a My Talk t-shirt. Yay, Gretchen. Yeah, You're yeah, welcome, we were, Gretchen. We threw out You've Got Mail. We did Joe vs. the Volcano. That's we what I think of. When you it. say Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan, I think of You've Got Mail. Mm-hmm. So we threw it out there. Congratulations, Gretchen. Well done. Thank well you. done. I-
I, I tried, but I failed, but you did it. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. You know what? Failing, it means that we learn. That's all. When I, I lose, kind of mm-hmm. Gretchen wins, yes. and that makes it okay. All perfect. Yeah, and all it's perfect. the college of pop culture knowledge. We're here to educate. Oh, Lord. True. Oh, Look Lord. at you. I like that. Hashtag oh, positivity I forgot to pay my tuition bill, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but you do have something to you. I know we've got a tip, though, so let's okay, do that. Okay, we'll get tipsy, and I'll talk, talk to Gretchen. Happy New Year, Gretchen. Thank you. You too, guys. Later. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 What you got, Maddie B? Okay, so it's a little news you can use, Mm -hmm. you know. So uh, if you are venturing out to celebrate the new year later today in the Twin Cities metro area. Yes. The uh, Miller Lite folks... Okay. Because, you know, some people like to indulge yes. in the new year with um, an adult a wee, beverage. Yeah, yeah. A, wee, a wee sip, a of, wee a wee sip of something. A wee malted beverage, yes. You know, so those fine folks have stepped up and they are going to cover the cost of rides home. Well done. Yeah, right, I love right. that. I love it every year when you hear those yeah. stories or you hear the stories yeah. about, you know, Metro Transit will let you go. Go ahead, get on a bus, get in, you know, take yeah. a light rail, any of those things. That's fantastic. So uh, Miller Lite offering free rides mm-hmm. and it starts, uh, let me get the hours here for you here. So I have it at the tip of my fingers here. Right. Uh, New Year's Eve Revelers, Twin Cities Free Ride Home, thanks to Metro Transit and Miller Lite. 6 p.m. Friday to 3 o'clock in the morning on Saturday. So yeah, you should be on your way home before 3 a.m., Yes. On New Year's Day, because mm-hmm. you want to, you don't want to start 2022 off on that bad of a note. No, so, and I mean, free honestly, rides on Metro Transit. I mean, as far as like uh, adulting appropriately, we always want to encourage that as well. But you also don't want to start New Year's where you're incarcerated. If this is the the worst moment right. of your good life, and something happens, you make a mistake when you're adulting. You don't want to. This is not the no, kind no, of weekend because no. that means that you're going to be in if you like all until like at least Monday. Yep. Nobody's so going to come get you. They're covering the they're mm-hmm. covering the fare here. I, I'll also, 6 to 11.30 Friday on the light rail trains. So the buses are 6 p.m. to 3 a.m. Yes. Overnight, and then trains uh, 6 to 11.30. Right. And so, yeah, that was a little tip. So, just you know, you got that as a backup. Yes. If you need it, if it, an emergency. Or, you know, let's remember, you can always, you can always, if you have had too much, you can always call that friend. Yes. You can get the Uber or the Lyft. Lyft, yes. There's all the options. Those all the, the options. Those are the things you just need to have on, yeah. you know, on your smartphone, on prominently displayed on these things. Just move it forward a little bit. If you saw on your back page, just put it on the top top of the thing so it's top of mind mm-hmm. when you're sitting there going do i need to get in a car right now because mm-hmm. this is not the time to be making those kind of life choices and i mean honestly it's it, we want everybody to have a good time yeah you know want to have a good time and this is a good time of year for you to be able to like kind of get over the it's been rough it's been this i maybe i haven't been out in a while just remind yeah. that so some of those things that you thought you had it. as good reflexes you don't have just, you know, do it safely at home. You know, we're it's a little bit of a tease ahead to something we're going to talk about next hour. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's get the, the juices flowing here, folks. We want, we're going to take calls and we want to know your New Year's resolutions. Yes. Not right now, uh-huh. but mm-hmm. stay tuned there in our 11 o'clock hour this morning. We're going to we're going to. We're going to talk resolutions coming up in a little right. bit, too. And so, so here's the thing. This that is I'm, the time of year to figure them out. We need to be kind of transparent for a second because I need to dip over to another room for the next segment. And I'm looking ahead at the grid. And I, even though I knew I needed to dip next, because I, like for everybody out there, I had already said that I would call uh, I would call into the Jason TV show for this moment before Go. I said that I would come in today. Go. And now I'm looking ahead at the grid. But here's the thing, Maddie. I <laughs> I looked ahead at the grid and what I put for the next segment was all stuff I was going to talk uh-huh. about. I know, I know. I Shannon, know. I know. Th- we know this so is your bus. Bad. Just let, park the bus. <laughs> 
Hit those air brakes. Thank you. Woo. And if somebody else is going to get on, I'm going to take my little lunch bag. <laughs> yes. I'm going to take my lunch bag and then go sit down go. for a while. Don't keep and Jason then Matt is going to drive the bus. <laughs> I'm going to drive the bus, but she she took the steering wheel with her. Right. And I feel so, bad about it. We're going to be in the ditch. So, <laughs> yeah, so please, take Don't just a few minutes it. to get out of the ditch. I got you. It's entertainment. I Thank you, Maddie. I have, Thank you, I have Rocco. thoughts and feelings. And I will be right back. Okay, you're you're both very important to me. You're both very important to me. All right. Famous on Go TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, tell tell me what it's like. That's right. not a TV star. <laughs> tell me, what it's, tell like. me what it's like Whatever, to be famous Matt, on TV. I put on my TV makeup like Matt comes in every oh, day yeah. when he and I work together. So all right, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna go get my Maddie B on with Jason Matheson, and I'll be right back. Thanks for listening to my Talk 1071. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Donna and Steve. You know, the experience here. <laughs> Listen, Matt Belanger with you from 5 Eyewitness News visiting. And uh, I'm with Miss Shannon today. And she's actually just doing that multi-platform thing. She's she's bopped on over to the other studio because she has to do the television game right now for a little bit. But uh, I'm not all alone. I got uh, DJ Rock Lobster with me. Uh, keeping me company. Clomp, 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 clomp. And uh, we appreciate you hanging out with us, uh, even though Donna and Steve are off enjoying their vacations. And... Um, I want to talk a little bit about something I recently watched on uh, Netflix. It's called Beanie Mania. And so this is about, yes, you guessed it. Be- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Beanie Babies. And I first of all, when I, we started to watch this thing, go, what, what, Kyle, what are, you, what are you watching? What is this all about? But I, we, I never collected them as a kid, but he did. And Rocco, do you have anybody in your life who was all about <sighs> Beanie Babies? Because... I, I didn't realize until I watched this thing called Beanie Mania. It's kind of like a documentary about what happened. How nuts it got! And yeah, if you live through they this, could pay for their kids' college. Yes, with, uh, as long as you kept the tag on the little horsey. Yeah, don't bend, don't bend the tag. And what's real? You know how like you um, go through experiences in life with your partner, and you. And sometimes the most mundane of circumstances, you learn a lot about this person when you weren't yes. expecting. We were like watching this beanie thing. And it's just a kind of a documentary it talks about these women in Illinois somewhere who got all into the collecting of them and then became like the queen of the Beanie Babies kingdom. And then you learn more about the guy who created them, Ty. And it's a good it's a good watch, this Beanie Mania. I don't even know how new it really is. It might even be a it little older. It 2021. But, okay, so. so it is it is new. Good. We yeah. didn't just bump into something that had been out for a while. And <clears throat> the thing that got me was, though, I had no idea. My partner, love him. Kyle, He he's like... They're showing these Beanie Babies like as the, as the cover video throughout this documentary, and he's naming the names. Oh. He's like, that's Percy Platypus. And then he's like, oh, that's that's Magenta Bear. And then, Billy, oh, that's Billionaire Bear. Oh, that's worth a lot of money. And he had all this stuff. And you didn't, you had no idea. I'm watching this going, these people are crazy. Now, did he get rid of them at some point? Well, or let, is, are they still in a sealed environment? Well, what's we, going on? Well, let, I'll tell you what. What's funny is uh, he had a bunch of them, obviously, from when he grew up. Uh, he made his mom buy him because he wanted them. And, and lo and behold, she ended up giving most of them away to her students as like little prizes in her classroom over the years because they just didn't want him anymore. And and I think I kind of knew this in the back of my head, but I forgot, like you said, 
how much people got crazy about this because they thought there was huge money to be made. And even today, there are some that are pretty valuable. There's the um, the princess bear or whatever, the purple one that was made. It has a little white rose on it. It was for Princess Diana. Okay. You remember that? I mean, that one's pretty valuable because there were a very limited number made initially. And if you still have one of those, it's worth something, you know. Um, but people thought... Some of these were, when they had these conventions and in really the heat of this, I guess it was the late 90s, people thought these things were worth hundreds of, you know, $100,000 or, you know, or more. And people, right. they collect them. And, and like you said, people thought they could put their kid through college with these beanbags. <laughs> and then it crashed. Right. <laughs> I, and I suppose that's kind of a sad, I bet you there's some sad stories in the documentary. Well, there right? were some. There was, a, there, was a, there was one woman who, um, you know, talked about her obsession with these and she still had them all you know when she did this interview for this documentary again it's called beanie mania and um she had them all surrounded about her in her house they're interviewing in her living room and she talks about i mean it's been a long time since the 90s and she's kind of still haunted by some of the financial repercussions of all that she did to buy these little Mm. little beanbag toys so i could i couldn't i couldn't believe it but no seriously kyle we're watching this and he'll be like he would. He knew. He knew this platypus thing, and he just. He'd just blurt out these names and be like, "Oh, that's this one, or that's the really rare blue elephant, or something." That's I, crazy. I like look at him now with a whole new light because I, I, bet. Had, I had no idea he was a he was a beanie mania person. You know. Now I remember when I was you know in high school, I acquired you know some baseball cards. Sure. And I have like you know the Kirby Puckett rookie and the you know Roger Clemens rookie and 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 there was talk you know baseball card people too thought. Like, oh my gosh, all I got to do is keep this in a safe place, and someday I'm going to turn in this Kirby Pocket rookie card and it'll be <laughs> worth $25,000. Your retirement plan, right? Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, fast forward, and, you know, it's maybe worth, you know, 18 bucks at best, or you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, um, you got to, you, you never quite, you, you never, if people are telling you something is valuable and collectible at the time, then it probably isn't. It's the things that, Nobody expected that almost everybody else threw away mm-hmm. that now you have the only one left. Mm-hmm. Like for me, my velvet painting of uh, Bruce Springsteen. There's not a lot of velvet Bruce Springsteen. Hang on to that thing. I think I'm going to have to. <laughs> yeah, so the guy behind the Beanie Babies, Ty Warner, he, um, you really, because he was a very private person. And what I found fascinating, you know, I'm a journalist for my day job on the TV side of things. And, and um, I found fascinating that this guy, Ty Warner, never really did any interviews he was very private he didn't talk about the product he made and did you know in i don't know if you knew this record but or realized but all the mania and all the craze and the buying and the thing they never advertised once really beanie beanie babies you know ties company never advertised they didn't have to because it all it all started as this organic um uh, desire to collect these things that grew out of the actually it was just a, it was a a group of ladies that lived on the same cul-de-sac in a community in um, outside of Chicago and they started this and then became obsessed and the one woman started you know started a magazine about beanie babies and what uh, you really get an inside look at some of the stuff you never probably realize is is kind of the inner workings of the company um, and kind of how ruthless this Thai guy was right. a little bit to to make it go and he became kind of a master about hyping it up and you know when when the bubble started to pop he i don't i don't know i didn't know this maybe if you're if you have somebody in your life who really collected these and got into it you might know or remember but at the the y2k moment there right that he announced like okay beanie babies are gonna end 
Because they would develop new ones all the time, and that's how they kept it going. Is oh, you got to go out and get a new one, and 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 find the new ones, and who has the new ones in stock, and I got to finish my collection. Well, at the at the Y two K kind of end of the year switch over to two thousand and everything, he announced Beanie Babies were gonna stop being produced, and and that kind of reignited the waning interest. But after that moment, then uh, suddenly he he said, "Uh oh, you know, I don't know. I want to end this good thing that's making me so much money." And so he they they put a question on this like rudimentary website that they had. It was really fun to see like the website from back in the day, like in the beginning of the internet, really. And um, they put a question on there like, "Do you want beanies to continue?" And it just. and then, of course, everyone said yes. And then, right. so then he announced, yeah, just kidding. They're not ending. We're going to keep going. <laughs> you know, and, and, but eventually it all collapsed. And then these some people were left with this, you know, bedroom full of hundreds of these little stuffed animals that aren't worth what they thought, you know, and people were were perhaps really financially impacted by that. But um, it's, a, it's a good watch. Uh, and again, I'm glad it was new this year. I'm glad I'm not talking about something that's ancient history, but, you know, we had to come up with a little segment here on the fly. Oh, well, that's cool. But I mean, it was nice. HBO Max has so many great... Um, and it's not on... Is it on HBO Max? It's not on Netflix that I misspeak there? I think there. you... I, when I Googled it, it came yep. up HBO Max. You're right. It I is HBO Max. So the one I talked about a couple weeks ago with Donna and Steve, I don't know if you were a Sesame Street kid. Uh, I, I, a little, but not like crazy. Well, especially for me, because I grew up in the seventies, kind of when Sesame Street started, I think Sesame Street started in like 69 mm-hmm. or 70 and I was born in 72. Um, but I was there for the early part of it. And there's a great documentary on HBO Max right now called Street Gang, Ooh. how we got to Sesame Street. And that is a super fascinating, um, look at how that show got started and why, and one of the most fascinating parts of it is you get to see, you know, the puppeteers work the Muppets. Um, you know, you said that's just some something you never often see is like, how do they do Bert and Ernie? How do they mm-hmm. do Big Bird? Mm-hmm. And you get to see it and you get to see it happening. And um, that's pretty fascinating. There's another show uh, that's just coming out this week, I think. You probably never heard of a guy named Super Dave Osborne. He used to dress up in um, uh, like a evil Knievel type uh, thing no. and, and do uh, ill-fated stunts on comedy shows. And then later, this guy, his name is Bob Einstein, Einstein, I think, and he was a character on Curb Your Enthusiasm. I don't know if you watched that. Oh one. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so this is a movie all about uh, him and uh, and his life, and I'm looking forward to that because I used to watch a lot of this yeah. super. Dave uh, stunts and stuff like that. There's all sorts of movie docs on there. There's I've, I never got around to watching that Linda Ronstadt one. There's a Kenny G one. Oh boy, that's also there's the Jagged one about Alanis Morissette. There's plenty to do, and and uh, we my talkers. I don't know about you, you hmm. Channel Fivers. Yeah, we get a four day weekend coming up here. So I got when I'm done with the show here, I got a few things to do. With that's that. what I'm saying. And it, we're going into the deep freeze, and so this yes. is the time to to get that list of um, things you want to watch ready to go. I'm sorry. One of my good, one of my coworkers and my friend uh, Hannah, who does the traffic in the mornings. Yes. She, she texted me about this segment. She goes, "Drive that bus, Maddie." <laughs> anyway, sidebar. <laughs> anyway, hi Hannah. Um, yeah, you got to get that list that shows you want to watch ready to go because I mean it's going to be below zero for for the start of 2022 here. So you definitely want to have that down. But no, and I one more thing about the Beanie Mania, yes. Rago. There's a um because I just watched a little trailer here on my um, screen and. There's a lady, one of the interviews in the 
documentary here. They she wrote the there, did you know there's a beanie rap? There's no, some some I lady wrote a a, a rap about beanie babies, and it's like it's kind of, kind of tongue in cheek, hilarious how they use it in this this show. And they have this lady like she's sitting next to her boombox, speaking of cassette tapes, and she's got her boombox sitting there, and she pushes play, and she's rapping, you know. And it's just it's just crazy. I mean, I I. Dang, yeah. I, get, I mean, I have HBO Max the open B- here. Rep. I should look that up. Maybe we'll have to play that next time. Yeah, hour. maybe we can find it. That would be fun. Little or maybe you up. could just uh, if we were more organized, we would have had memory. that ready to go. No, I don't know. The, I don't know. The, are you kidding? Uh, but I, we could conference in Kyle if he wasn't working. I mean, I'm sure he knows. He knows all these things. Well, I, that's fascinating. So you said uh, it was him and his mom, or it was just him? yeah, it was like him and his mom, and he would ask his mom to buy uh, the things for him, and and she would get it like what you know, hey, if you do this for me or that for me or achieve this in school or whatever, I'll get you the new who's a what's it so yeah. and actually what's funny is we still have two of them sitting in the house today I, now that i think about it we have the christmas bear holly i think holly okay. is it? and then there's another one that has a little um because you know i'm canadian too i mean you know, i did US not citizen. know that what? i am i thought you're from pennsylvania i am i'm a u.s citizen but i'm also canadian citizen i have dual citizenship so what? we we have canada bear hanging out around our house too so i think that, that one's called maple it's got a maple leaf on wow. it both of them are worth like nothing because right, we'll we Googled it, trust hour. me. So anyway, <laughs> thanks for listening to Donna and Steve. Uh, I'm Matt Belanger. We've got Miss Shannon coming back. Rocco's with us this morning. Uh, we're back here at My Talk 1071. Just a moment.